you know, I really feel like I need this beer. When what, I walked in, oh, that beer. I had to walk past religion. I saw there's a lot, lot of commotion out of that, that church. church. Oh my god, that made me feel a little bit clean, and I want to get Which filthy one, again. One? Yeah, big ass church kicking out. It's really out. cool because well, it's not. It was interesting on a um, Sunday, literally from nine o'clock in the morning. Hmm. Are, we, are we okay? Nine o'clock in the morning to ten o'clock at night. Every other hour, there is a new service, but oh. there's different language. So you basically get every kind of different... Um, Bloody hell. Uh, so you have, there's like a Polish hour. There's like a... Um, Happy hour. hour. <laughs> <laughs> there's um, all the Gurkhas have an hour. And literally, oh my, then there's like, always, I've noticed, Nigerian hour, they just park on the yellow lines and stuff all outside. <laughs> 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 but it is like Nigerian hour, and you can know the Nigerian hour's finished because they all come piling out really well. Fantastic. But um, yeah, it's just, but I know what you mean, it's like church, mm. and then you've got the other church just there, it's just like, you've got two churches. Just surrounded by but don't you know, it's religion. Because in, on the t- in the town, on a um, Sunday, all the roads, there's all the churches in the middle of the town. Have you noticed any people driving around and drive like idiots, or all those going to church? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, it's always churchgoers, after, which are wankers on after the road. I, after I dropped the beers off earlier, and I was driving down, mm. some silly prick was driving up the fucking wrong way to go and park at the church. I gave her a fucking proper... I shook my head at her. You shook your head? <laughs> I gave her a proper head shaking. And, uh, and I got so infuriated, I shook my head. She gave no fucks. You gave a serious stern look and shook your head. <laughs> fucking silly prick. Almost warranted a horn beep. <laughs> Nearly. <laughs> I was considering winding down the window. But what's the point? She's committed now. She's going to go. Um, I would have just kept moving forward. Yeah. Made a reverse out. I would have been just <laughs> wound the window down. What would Jesus do? Silly cunt. Drive like a twat. Jesus would not go up a one-way street in his car no. because they didn't have one-way streets or cars. If Jesus had a car, what car would he drive? I'm really this and Leaf. No. <laughs> a Volvo. <laughs> a Citroen 2CV. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. No, that's just people who wear Jesus creepers. <laughs> yes. It's me tonight. <laughs> the Jesus mobile. Where's the Pope mobile? Mm. Yeah, that's so it's weird got, though, isn't it? It's, it's just got that weird glass cock sticking out of the top of it that he stands in. It's a bit like the, isn't it? Yeah, well when the Homer Simpson designed his car was the Homer, wasn't it? Yes! <laughs> it's like that, but just more like a condom. He can literally stand in it. They should get like a rotating pedestal yeah. that he stands on and just waves and spins round. That's how he's on a little... Oh, it's pedal. a Pope rotisserie. He's on a pedal. He's pedaling. Yeah. going yeah. <laughs> I've started... Um... Oh. Okay. Come here! Get over here! Friday night beer club podcast. Hey there, boys and girls! Welcome to episode thirty-five of the Friday Night Beer Club. For the third time now, we are doing a review of the year, two thousand eighteen. So I'm joined by three people armed with some alcohol. I've got Simo. Hello. I got Ben. I'm getting too old for this shit. And I got Chris. 
Howdy doody. We're going to talk about the good things that happened this year. Maybe some of the shit and some of the silly stuff. Um, I thought you were going to break into Chamber 1 with him. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I've got a lager drink. Um, anyone? Oh, no, he's got a wine drink. He's got a wine drink. No, whiskey drink. No whiskey or cider. cider. Good. <laughs> Don't need cider or whiskey. I'm nearly with cider as well. Oh, man. I thought I'd let it down now. Ch- Chamber 1, are they still going? I think so. Somewhere in a pub. It's just one song, in, wasn't it? In a it? pub in Bridlington yeah. or something, you know. Just one fucking song and I people were like, two songs. Thought, I'm not what two. was the other song? It's um, like Insomnia or something. No, 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 no that's Faithless. That's Faithless. They did have another song. Do you suffer from long term memory loss? I can't remember. Well, clearly, and that's I can't remember that. <laughs> Honestly, that was they the, definitely that was the had another. Mm-hmm. Charted. Yeah. I never liked that. Fucking oh, oh, top I was going to say hit. Anyway. Uh, uh, that I, I'm pretty sure they had an far. album. Yeah. Oh no, they're yeah. They had loads. A lot of bands have albums. Yeah. What's that band that did "You're Gorgeous" or whatever it was? Oh, Baby Bird. Yeah. Apparently, mm. I was reading in Pop Bitch, isn't it? That one of the the guitarists in uh, from that band now is like a big uh, psychotherapist in Harley Street. Was <laughs> oh, <laughs> it the psycho, the rapist? Psycho, <laughs> yeah. The big anal, psycho rapist. That anal rapist. I I got sent a meme today. He mentioned in anal, and it was just anal, or, or as my uncle called it, shh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, what should we do first? Movies? Yes, that's easy stuff, isn't it? Um, who had a favourite movie this year? Go on, who wants to go first? I think we all did, didn't we? Yeah. Oh, oh, Chris is yawning. I think, He's done, He's I think done already. At, at least two of us have got the same movie for our favourite movie of the year. Well, should we get the the uh, nerdy bit out of the way first and just? Well, don't... no, actually, let's put it on its head. Simo, what was your favourite film this year? Oh, okay, there we go. Well, I'll be honest, it's been difficult because I've been researching all day <laughs> every <laughs> film that's been released this year that I've watched, and I've watched a lot. Three. <laughs> one, one movie, and it was my favourite. I've watched four films that were released this year. Oh, okay. okay. Um, and they are Annihilation, yep. Yep. Mission Impossible Fallout, mm-hmm. 22 July, and Darkest Hour. Okay. Well, what was your favourite? Two of them are Netflix ones. Yeah. Annihilation and 22 July. Yeah. Um, I'd initially written down Greatest Showman, and then I realised now what it was actually released last year. Yes, yeah. it was. Yeah, it, was <laughs> it was just that I watched it this year, along with a load of other films. Out of those four, probably the best film was The Darkest Hour. I've still not watching that. Just because... What is it? Sorry, you need to explain it. Churchill. Churchill. Gary Oldman as Churchill was absolutely fantastic. If you want to watch that sort of kind of Oscar-winning performance, mm. then that that is a film to watch. But the film that I probably enjoyed the most was Mission Impossible. Like, yeah, I, only, I only watched that, that a few is, weeks ago. That is my... Favourite like, non-comic book movie. I was yeah. like, this yeah. is bloody brilliant. I absolutely loved it. It is. I think, I think it's actually one of the best action movies I've seen in a yeah. long, long time. Mm. Whether, whether it was Mission Impossible or not, it doesn't matter. It was such a good action movie. Yeah. Some brilliant stunts and set pieces. Yeah. And then and you always, well, you do know that, obviously Tom Cruise always does his own stunts. Yeah, he got, he got Cavill to do a lot of his own as well, didn't <coughs> he? Yeah. And it was really strange how I watched it and then the next day I was flicking through Twitter or something and there was like a Twitter moment about Tom Cruise and it was him showing him mm. doing the stunts. Mm. Um, and, you know, the, the bits where he's got the wires on and stuff like that, but actually doing the stunts and hanging off the planes mm. and then the side-by-side. I was like, 
Well, yeah, I literally watched that like 24 hours ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it suddenly yeah. has come up and we were saying about how, you mm-hmm. know, how many of these stunts is he actually doing himself. And the guy was absolutely well, he, he's, he's, like he's learnt to pl- fly a helicopter, yeah. didn't he? Just for That's that what yeah. That's just crazy. And he's doing the same for Top Gun. Apparently they're allowing a civilian to learn to fly a fighter jet. Yeah. I think we might have said it before, but Tommy Cooper style, this is how he's going to die. He's going to die doing something yeah. Yeah. like this. Because yeah. yeah. I don't know how much experience you probably need to do this well of flying a fighter jet but if one thing goes hundreds wrong hundreds and hundreds of hours yeah. before yeah. they'll let you go on your own yeah. I mean they'll probably have a guy in the back in the navigator seat yeah. who can also take control of the plane if necessary but it's bloody like, hell it, that's brilliant isn't it is insurance company <laughs> yeah. fucking, it's ridiculous like, obviously filming for, the, for Fallout he, it was obviously when he broke his ankle mm. doing the, the scene jumping across the, the wall the buildings, yeah. That yeah. makes me cringe every time I see it. Because, yeah. because they only did the one take. And he did, after yeah, yeah. breaking his ankle, he gets up and yeah. starts running. And you're like, oh, you fucking leg it, and you're yeah. running on it. <laughs> it's so bad. Mental. But yeah, that, I think yeah. Fallout is probably my favourite. It's up there. It's one of my favourite films yeah. of the year. So, so yeah, not, I'm not, not much to because looking back, I'm perfect. I didn't go to the cinema at all. I, I went no? a lot. I think it's like... I was asking my wife and she was like, yeah, obviously we saw Christopher Robin and this, that, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, I never got to go because they always went like half term. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, think, I think you're Kids right, though. Like, this year, we should have got Lola to come in and do, do it in Texas. Come and chat about the best film of the year. Yeah. This year particularly, I don't know, it's like, I've been to cinema quite a lot this year, but actually, there's, you know, there's only really probably a couple of things that really stand out in my mind. But, you know, it's like, I think I'm probably in agreement with you, one of the films, and, but the other one, I don't know if it's technically a film or whether it's considered a documentary, but because I know what you two are going to probably say, <laughs> um, I'll go, I'd go with, I, do you know what, I fucking loved Quincy. Oh, that I don't know if you can yeah. call it a documentary, call it a film, it's like film length. Yeah. Quincy Jones. Uh, there's a oh, the documentary, documentary about, about Quincy Jones. But it's yeah. like a f- it's film length, isn't it? It's like two and a half hours. He's the Michael Jackson producer, yeah? Yeah, yeah but... Oh, I know, a lot more than that, yeah, but... Yeah. It, it's effectively just the story of his life, because he's... How old is he now? Christ, he's very old. Yes. But, it, but it's so enthralling and so good, and obviously mm. if you love music and things like that, yeah. but you realise like how he was around. He did work with Sinatra, he worked with Ray Charles, he worked with all the like early jazz people in mm, the, the 30s and 40s. Went to yeah. do movie soundtracks, went to work with Michael Jackson, worked with Ice-T, Dr. Dre, all of this. Yeah. And then, you know, it gets right up to, like, near the, well, obviously now. And, like, he's had about fucking hundreds of children. Mm. And they're, like, of every, you know, kind of different, I'm trying to think of the correct terminology to use now, because you're not allowed to use certain phrases. But, you know, it's like literally, you know, every, the, uh, the shades of the rainbow in terms of all his daughters. <laughs> um, I I'm the, like, touche that man! Touche that man! I forget the name of the daughter that made the documentary. Um, his eldest, Rashida, his eldest yeah. Rashida Jones. I didn't know that was his daughter. That's his daughter? That's his daughter. Holy yeah. shit. He's got loads of them. They all sat around. There were so many times that he'd have been ill... And they all stood by his bedside all the girls and thought, there, all oh, them. this is it. And then you realise, oh no, it's not, he's still alive. But Like he's still getting yeah. massively smashed when he's like 70-something. Yeah. And then he goes, right, actually I do have to stop the booze now. But he's and done like, just so much, it's ridiculous. And it, it is, it's on Netflix now. Exactly. <clears throat> I was going to say, is that Netflix? Netflix it? Yeah, it's yeah. Netflix. Um, it, I, again, it was just, you know, something that sticks in my mind quickly. You know, all the films that you've seen of the year, mm-hmm. something that was a bit different. Because normally I like to go with something a bit different every year but I'll, I'll, I'll go with Quincy this year I love that oh cool it was it, it was quite um, yeah 
Even you said when I started watching room. it, you were like, oh, that's actually all the, yeah. all the feels. Yeah, it was quite emotional watching that. Deserved, and, well, with emotional documentaries, there's that. And Peter Jackson's um, They, uh, they Shall Not Grow Old. Shall Not Grow Old, yeah. I've, oh. not, I've not watched that yet. I've, I, it's in my list to watch. It but. was just... No spoilers in the video, but like the first 20 minutes is still black and white, 4 by 3 kind of yeah. mm-hmm. um, old frame rate. And then all of a sudden, without warning, it just goes full screen and they've smoothed it out filled, so it's, they've filled out the frame rate to um, property TV and brought it to colour as well and colour and got uh, <clears throat> lip reading people to voice over oh, what's happening word. and just that kind of bang bringing it real to you it's like this is a bit too much a bit overwhelming at first mm. of just yeah it, you never really connect with black and white footage and then all of a sudden you're just it's, watching this it's like a bit I'm going completely off Kilter here, but it's a bit like that moment in Wizard of Oz. It mm. starts yeah. in black and white, and then yeah. all of a sudden the whole screen opens up and it's the same, with, uh, color and same and... with um, start of uh, Superman. I think that's almost the intention of it. Peter Jackson was similarly to do that Wizard of Oz. Yeah, it is effect. to get you, I think it's to just get your brain and your eyes seeing one thing and then just get you into that. Okay, yeah. we're watching Lulling black you into and a white. False insecurity. And it's just all the veterans just talking about. Their experience. Yeah, um, it's like you know, if you go back, it's like it's pretty strange. It's like if you, we used to have to watch it in school and college and stuff. Like the mm. World at War, do you remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big yeah, documentary yeah. did in the sixties and stuff, and it's a bit like you almost need those Vox Pops and Vogue things now. You do so because I think a lot so of people have forgotten. Yeah, what yeah. life <clears throat> was like, what happened, how you know why we live the live the life we can live now. Yeah. I think we're tied to it similarly to our, our generation particularly because we had grandparents who maybe not World War 1 or great grandparents but you know World War 2 mm-hmm. in in particular so therefore we seem a bit more uh you know willing to kind of get into it. Yeah. I I do without being controversial I do understand why somewhat you know further generations down the chain you know such as children or children's children might not necessarily see it and obviously it's you know, there's. I don't want to be controversial. I, I didn't particularly like it, but at the same time, when you're talking about freedom of speech and everything like that, you know, mm. it's, it's absolutely their entitlement. What I think is, when you make movies like "As You Not Grow Old," it's mm. something that <laughs> maybe it's one of those things where you should watch that in school because actually it gives you a bit of a yeah, fucking concept oh, and I, an I, idea I of that. I don't know whether that happened <coughs> exactly school or not this year, but definitely at my daughter's school, there was a real big push. Yeah. About yeah, no, I think was, probably was. because yeah. of the centenary, you know, yeah. centenary yeah. and everything. But you know, and just to make kids aware that this is what happened, this is why they did it, and you know, well, they were saying that um, these guys, these veterans are talking, saying like they were fifteen years old, sixteen years old, and you'd be eighteen to sign up. So they go into the office, the army office, and say, right, I'm ready to sign up. Yeah. How old are you? Sixteen. I tell you what, you go outside, come back in, and tell me you're eighteen, 18. Yeah. and we'll be good. And that's 15, 16-year-old kids, babies, children doing that. Yeah. And I'm not trying to be one of those people having a pop at today's youth or anything. You think, can you imagine kids that you see these days on no, the streets? not at all. Going, oh, do you know what I want to do? Because they knew they weren't coming back. Yeah. And well, they knew there was a good chance they weren't yeah. coming back, yeah. And... I suppose maybe they didn't have play sh- playstations and stuff. To no, I think, I think, I think, days, I think but... the problem today is the way the way society has gone. There, there is a sense of entitlement hmm. between you know for a lot of people, not just not just the kids. No, and that sense of entitlement sort of brings 
brings with it a whole new set of values. Yeah. And people don't you know don't have that yeah. patriotism or patriotism has been skewed, I think. Yeah. That's that's the thing. It's all it, it's just this whole laziness thing of like or the attitude of someone else will do it. Yeah. But I think at the same time, also, you know, if we don't want to go too deep, and it was sort of I was going to say, we, yeah. we'd probably <laughs> go with it. I don't care. Let's give it. But, no, it's like as a generational thing, you know, also, then yeah. primarily, you can also say that like, our generation are primarily responsible for that, for that yeah. <laughs> entitlement yeah. as well. So, yeah. you know, you can't really kind of, you know, complain about it, but then look at actually the knock on effect is we're sort of responsible for it. You so, can, you know. You, you can look at it like it was a great British performance. And that brings me on to another great British performance <gasps> by well, Queen. What? Oh, and Queen. Oh, you talk about films. Films. I was going to uh, clunkily move across. Segway. Segway from one performance to another, but Queen, the Bohemian Rhapsody movie. Not the best of movies. Enjoyable, no, it, it but the last wasn't twenty a great minutes. Movie, but oh. it had moments of sheer brilliance. The last twenty minutes were yes. just yeah. Yeah, I think I think you told me your reaction to it when it was happening, and I think yeah. I was exactly the same. It was like, ah, oh, now they're doing the Live Aid bit. They're not going to do the whole Live Aid bit. Yeah. Okay. They're fucking <laughs> doing the whole Live Aid bit. <laughs> <laughs> it was so good, and it made me want to go home and watch the actual yeah. Live Aid performance. There was a... And it was spot on. Yeah. It was brilliant. There was a woman right down the front in our screening, and um, while it's going on, she stood up the front and she was clapping to everyone, trying to get everyone. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it's like, it no, like? we're British, thanks. We're doing that. We're going to sit here quietly and nod. And that is it. Oh, really? That's, uh, that's one of the things. I did wonder what it was like in the cinemas where people it's, getting up it, and clapping. I think it's still on in some places. If you can, go see it in the cinema. Yeah. Because, oh my God, I got to see it in the IMAX. And fuck me, that, that blew my socks off. The size of that screen yeah, and the yeah. sound, it was like now, I yes, think goosebumps. Missed, I think moment. they missed a trick, right? Because at the start of that movie, they played the tra- trailer for Elton John's movie. And I thought, wouldn't it be funny if Elton John popped up or Taron Edgerton turned up in this one as a little cameo or something? And then I was just like, what if they did like an Avengers kind of a shared universe? <laughs> the first, like where it leads up to the first Avengers movie, the first Avengers movie in this one would be Live Aid. Yes. So they do all these other bands and then go up to Live Aid and then the next one could be a Band Aid signal after that and just get all the bands and just do these movies like that. And I thought, because you've got Elton John and Queen coming up, um, well not yeah. Queen coming up, Elton John coming up, um, the list of bands, uh, you can have a status quo. I'd love to see a status quo movie like that. Oh, God, I've tapped out. George Michael. George Michael. <laughs> George Michael yes. um, Boy George. George Michael. All the big wham and everything oh, like that. Duran Duran. <laughs> imagine at the end of the uh, Queen movie, if I hadn't finished with that, and just Freddie Mercury had gone to a bar, and Bob Geldof walks into the bar and goes, I'm thinking about putting together a team. And then just lists off. Like Elton John I think movies. you've overthought it. I, no, no. Once I started thinking, my brain had gone. I was like, oh, shared universe of 80s bands. Anyway, okay. I thought they missed a trick. So Bob Geldof... Bob Geldof is... Geldof is Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Yeah, I, I he's think, Nick Fury. I think, I think Wyatt Fury, needs yeah. to just lay off the comics for a while. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, though, uh, Bohemian Rhapsody is well worth seeing. It, yeah. yeah. Even though it, uh, I'd say it's probably... Uh, as, if you were critically reviewing it, you'd say it was a three-star film because there's some yeah. moments that aren't brilliant. And it is manipulated 
Uh, like they, they skew the story is yeah and is when, you, when you put it as a moment in time also like, I know this is not for when people are listening to the pod when it when it comes out but he died 27 years ago yeah. today today yeah. 27 <coughs> years yeah. ago and, and holy shit I remember that like yeah. I, I remember it and I remember saying the most awful thing well not the most awful thing but my my older brother was a massive massive Queen fan and I remember it being on the news and then my brother come home from work and can't remember how old I was at the time, and, um, and I was like, "Oh, Freddie Mercury died, gutted." <laughs> and then, you know, at the but time, it, it was horrible because at the t- at the time when AIDS first came out and everything, people were were so prejudiced against gays. Oh, it's a gay disease. Well, it was like, like a moral. Like, Fuck you, watch, hell. Um, you go back and watch old Eddie Murphy stand-ups. Yeah, um, yeah, he's talking about sorry for the bad words, but talking about faggots looking at his ass and stuff like that, spreading the AIDS around. Yeah, it's like. That that was mainstream comedy. Well, I saw, we, uh, we saw, nuts, I saw, saw the other day um, some YouTube actually. Uh, the days, the making of Days of Our Lives, the the, the last Queen song, mm. where they literally knew yeah. I'm going to die in the next couple of weeks. So yeah. if we're going to do this, Let's do we it need now. to like fucking. He do was it now. so gaunt in that yeah. video. Yeah. Wasn't yeah. Really, yeah. It was but quite. Weird. They filmed it in mm. black and white to show it, but the making of it that's on YouTube. He looks fucking awful. But it, it, there's a BBC. Was it BBC Four did the documentary? about him and had all the backstage kind of stuff and the interviews and things and no. just showing like him see if you're into like music and stuff like that kind of thing BBC4 has got so mm. much fucking stuff yeah, yeah. that's good um, right get on and get that film out of the way that you, you want to talk about <laughs> no 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 it's fine we can carry on because I was going to say <laughs> can you remember what else you've watched I've watched a shitload this year once you start thinking back like Deadpool 2 uh, Deadpool 2 okay uh, Jurassic World yeah, no, um, I, I, I think this year it's had a lot of good films but, but there, not there's not films. been many that have been real standout you walk out of the cinema going, going fuck me Ready Player One enjoyed that. Ready Player One was yeah. really really good but you come out of that going that was great but the mm. film but the book was better oh yeah definitely right yeah. <laughs> you know um, no, you're Jurassic, right. Jurassic World 2 you come out going well that was different it was good but it was very different. I, I always, I always, I always <laughs> hold that film. Was this year or last year? Last year. No, but again, that's one of those films where I, I, I watched it when I watched when I watched it and was, was like, Dogs this year. That's excellent. Isle of Dogs. Yes, this Isle year. of Dogs yeah. was really, really good. That was this year. Yeah, that's fucking great. Um, but Three Billboards is one of those films where you think that was excellent. I'm not watching it again. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of films like that. Yeah. Come yeah. out of the well, that was it. I that watched that. Uh, I watched that. Um, Sorry to bother you. Have you seen that? No. no. Oh, that's strange. That's all I say. Then there's nothing really I can say was about no it. Was No Way Out this year? Was it No Way Out? Was it? No Way Out. No, no, not No Way Out. What's the one with the guy who gets hypnotised? Hypnotised? What film's that? In that town, and then they take their brain out and put somebody else's brain in. <laughs> Don't know what that is. The black, the black guy. Get out. Oh, get, get out. out. Sorry, no way. Was that last year? Yeah, it was last year. Yeah. So, but I only watched it, like, similar, I only watched that this year. <coughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, there's lots of stuff like Ant-Man and the Wasp. I love yeah. the first Ant-Man. Ant-Man and the Wasp, it was still, you go out going, yeah, I've had fun, but it's not a patch on the first film. Uh, I think maybe that was because it was, of it was because like the like, lack of the Ed, Edgar Wright influence yeah. on it. But it's even like things like you know the post credit scene and it doesn't technically make sense. It was quite eerie, but then also at the same time it doesn't make sense. Oh, what the very end credit? The very end credit scene with the camera because the first post credit scene it was like fuck yes, and then yeah. that was awesome. But and then, uh, and then yeah, the ant playing the drums. The ant playing the drums was fuck off. 
where yeah. the snaps what, what happened. What was the first Marvel film of the year? It was Black Panther. No. Yeah. Yeah, that, 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 that was Black Panther. Great. Was Justice League? When was Justice League? Last, last year. year. Stop living in the past. You're getting old and seeing Alpha was the start of the year. It seems like Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that was out before Justice League. No, no Justice League was December last, last year. Yeah. And then Black Panther was February. And yeah, then it was, it was Infinity War and, and then, then Infinity okay. War and Ant Man. Oh, did you say Infinity War? Oh, All right, then. get it out the way. <laughs> Wasn't that the best film of the year? <laughs> we did a whole episode on it, so don't need to say a lot. We don't need to say a lot. Just aside from anything non comic related, they can get their own little category. Films was Infinity War, and TV was Daredevil. That was my best comic book stuff of the year. I think. No, I think they were my best film and. Oh no, they were still. But I was just going to try. Whether it was comic book or not. Separate. Whether it was comic they're book or not. They're in their own little category. They are just. But. They were both fucking brilliant. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you not seen Westworld. Westworld was excellent. Yeah, absolutely. But, but Daredevil. Oh, well, again, with like Westworld, I uh, this year again, I don't want to say anything because why it's getting agitated. <laughs> I might say something. I just thought it was too clever for its own good this year. It tried to try and be more cleverer than it was in one before, but I thought it just got a bit too clever for its no, own I good. It was still very, it was good. very good. It was very good, but just again, tried season to one was be better. Even cleverer than the last one. Where, whereas, whereas Daredevil, I think it went slightly off off kilter. By having two stories in season two, and season three just brought it all back. Yeah. I understand. And it was just as good, if not better, than See, the first season. Following up on that, have we all seen it apart from Simone? You don't care, do you? Or do you want to watch it? Well, there's some other TV stuff to go Just, just it was. The, the, the only um, episode that's a slow patch in that, sorry, just quickly, slow patch in it, was to lull everybody who's read the comics into a false sense of security. Yeah. yeah. That's all it was. Yeah. Um, there was a. Fair amount of fucking stinking turds out as well. You went and watched. A I, lot I love of stinking turd. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. And if I got a free card to go, and we know which one you're going to go on about. Oh no, this. I, I think I've said enough about that fucking piece of fucking horrific shit. It's predator. <laughs> I can fuck off. I can get in the sea and fuck off. Um, <laughs> Venom was out, uh, which was odd. It, it was a turd, but there were good bits in it. Um, but it, should, it was well. Did behind anyone watch Skyscraper? Uh, yes. 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 Dwayne the Johnson Rock. Uh, it was it was just But then Rampage film, came out this it? year as well and I love Rampage. Rampage as well. That was <laughs> awful. It was, it was shit but it was good. It was I liked it because it was shit. Fucking crocodile and I didn't care. <laughs> I think I watched Skyscraper up and I think I got to maybe the final act and I did fall asleep. There's so a film that came out this year that I desperately want to watch and I still haven't and that's Black Klansman. Yes. yes, I'm the same. Yeah. It is available on yeah, our streaming so, uh, sources when they work. Yeah. Yes, I've, <laughs> I've, I've, I've seen that, and I will watch that. Um, but I don't know if there's any other standouts. It was weird, because I watched a lot of films at the start of the year and into the summer, and all of a sudden I just stopped going to the cinema. Mm. There was nothing that really drew me in, until this month has started up again, and now I've been... Twice, oh, I'll, be going, I'll be going again uh, next weekend yeah. for the next Ra- Ralph Breaks the Internet. There was, a, there was um, oh, another, there, obviously there's a few more films that come out this year. There was one more other that I haven't seen yet. Uh, Sicario 2, I want to yes. get around to see. Um, I'm going to put it in there and say, I enjoyed Aquaman. I'm going to put it out there. <laughs> let's, I, let's guess that we enjoyed Aquaman profusely. Yes. Uh, okay. The trailer looks really good. Yeah, the latest trailer. Of it, so. uh, the... The five-minute bit that they released... I've still not watched all of it. I just watched the first little bit. Excellent. And the latest, the latest trailer. That wasn't this year. 
but I've not seen Aquaman yet. I okay, I, I will stick my head on the block as a person who's not into the most DC universe. I don't think Aquaman's going to suck. I think it's going to be very good. That is still not a kind of positive. I don't think it's going to no. suck. <laughs> Do you know, what else this year I really, really enjoyed was Christopher Robin. Oh, it was saccharine yeah. sweet. Yeah, and no. It had Matt Berry in it. I was happy. He turned up as a policeman. Yeah, but I loved Christopher Robin. I thought it was really good. Um, yeah. yeah. And it, but it, the problem was, its subject matter was for little kids. Well, but no, no, but no, no, no. There was, there was one. For if you look at it, if you look at it and go, here's, here's Winnie the Pooh and his ear yeah. and everything it's for little kids that film was for adults here's, here's, here's a um, middle aged man having a nervous breakdown yeah. for adults and it's like oh I need a teddy bear yeah. <laughs> I need something to oh, but I thought it was really <laughs> well done yeah well apart from Hayley Atwell who just, just, just what was the yeah, she was sort of like tagged in. Yeah, no, exactly. I was going to say, like, it was good, not great. It was like Paddington a, was like last year. Was Paddington, Paddington was fucking outstanding, awesome. and it was trying to do Paddington again, but just it was. I, I did watching Christopher Robin. I didn't know if kids would get it or not. I didn't know if there was enough cuddly fun in there for kids to yeah, enjoy or. If it was, because at sometimes it got um, there's oh, a bit and, when they're and in and the got forest, very teary uh, in the in the hundred acre wood when he's looking for everyone and they're all gone and I was like, this is getting quite dark yeah. at one point. No, and and um, um, my daughter got really teary watching it, you know, just the fact oh, that... I did. Yeah, fuck it. No, but, you know, her dad, her dad won't read to her and, and, and that sort of thing and she, she, she's she really you, connected. Like, yeah, yeah. Why didn't yeah. you read to me, Dad? Dad. Here's your book. Fucking read the screen. We're still in November and we're doing a review of the year but there are still... I think four or five films that I am going to go to the cinema and watch mm. before the year is out. There are films that I am really excited about. What? You know, well, it's Wreck It Ralph two, and then Wreck-It there's Ralph Mary 2? Poppins. That's about it, I think. Is that Aquaman? Oh, Aquaman. Yeah, sorry. Um, uh, there's oh no, there's a couple of others, but I'm not excited about them. But what about Robin Hood. I was no, no. I was really <laughs> shit about that. I was excited no. about Fantastic Beasts two. I went and saw that. It's not a patch on the first film. It just all felt like build up. To another film, yeah, it, it has pretty much mo- what it I has heard. good moments, but it's it wasn't. I have a, um, a spectacular, slight, uh, not a confession, but just something to uh, air now. Um, we were sat at home talking about like Christmas movies and what things to watch and stuff like that. Oh, and did, um, a suggestion came up of should we maybe try and watch the um, Harry Potter movies? Oh my god! I was like. Are you watch really? Them? I was like, oh, watch anything. I'm They're happy long. to. I was like, should we just give it a go? So I think. We're going to, this Christmas, start with um, the old Philosopher's Stone and uh, work our way up to the old fantastic fucking cunts. Philosopher's <laughs> <laughs> Stone's alright. It starts to get really good from third film. But I think we're going to go Harry Yeah. Oh, oh my I, God, I, I, you're going to watch Harry Potter? Th- this year, I that think... Little, I think <laughs> yeah, I think the correct one to watch them in is like... <laughs> yeah, no, I've, I've been watching films that um, are great, or apparent great films that I've just passed me by my yeah. whole life so I finally got around to watching Blade Runner so I could watch the new one that was this year as well wasn't yeah. it um, no see I've I, still not around watching that Blade Runner yeah mm. maybe too much time has gone past I think it's an excellent film it was alright but I maybe watched the wrong version because there's so many different versions about of Blade 60 Runner you want to watch the final cut I watched, watched the now TV cut with the uh, narration over most of it, uh, so okay. I think that's the one that. No, we don't want that one. No, that's me. the original. And original. then I went on to New Blade Runner. That's all right. I just don't like fucking Wet Fish Face. What's his fucking name? Ryan Gosling. Uh, um, no, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. I like Ryan Gosling. I, I, I don't know. He just gets my tits. 
Um, other guys. Yeah. And I did the Not other guys. Nice guys. And I did. Um, I've got watch number two. Um, I'm not sure if I'm going to do number three, but I've watched Godfather. Oh, and and yeah, really good. Excellent. Godf- I, but I can see where so many other yeah yeah yeah. TV shows Godfather two from is it. one of those films where you just like fuck me. That's so good. I you nearly stuck it on the other night, but then it's like it's three hours ten. I was yeah. like, no, I can't stick it on no. now. Do you know I what? To- true, true story. I bought. I hadn't watched them. I've seen them to what, and went. I'm going to watch them. And I, there's a box set on that we can't see it from so the other What? I bought it 11 years ago. It's still not open. Still there. I still haven't watched it. I haven't watched it. It's good. But I think because, obviously, what, 1973? Four? Two. Yeah. Two? 72. Early 70s. Yeah. So a lot of time has gone past and I've seen a lot. I've seen Goodfellas, which is still the best gangster movie TV uh, well, show. Well, you haven't seen Godfather 2 yet. Um, but... I don't know. I have seen some of that, but not topic. But then I was because it's um, obviously De Niro does the young, yes. young, and then Pacino doing that up to date stuff. Um, so I'm looking forward to watching it. But yeah, like I say, watching the first one, you can just see where everyone else has just taken a little bit here. And a little yeah, bit yeah, there. yeah. You can yeah, even yeah. go back to. I mean, if you go back in the missing time, you can even go back to things like uh, is it Sergei and Robert Minoski or Battleship Potemkin? I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Like even with like the old um, scene with the pram that's, going down that's the stairs, untouchables, untouchables. which is Nick, yeah. you know, and all these different tropes and all this stuff that you've seen is like you can see what, what why it was it's such an influence on everything yeah. else today. But anyway, that's our review of 1972. So, <laughs> Before we move on, fucking 2018, I think unless anyone else has got anything else that sticks out. So, what was your favourite TV program of the year? No movies, you tit. No, we were talking about the week. No, I have nothing to say. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> nothing more on movies, I think. No, we're done then. So, um, Mission Impossible, Fallout. Um, Quincy. Quincy. And Avengers and Infinity War. Avengers Infinity War are our top three. They all agreed? Well, didn't I, even could, mention I, I can't that agree because I haven't seen Quincy, so up yours. And we didn't even mention a Wookiee. Yeah, it's different. Oh, safe. fucking, yeah, Solo was out. Uh, fucking, yeah. We've talked, to, we've, look, we've talked about... All of these films. Yeah. To death. Mm. To, to death. death. To the death. Sorry, everyone. Let's let's move on to things that are delivered to you in episode, episodic kind of ways. You mean like this thing? Like a podcast. Like a podcast. <laughs> like a TV show. Something like that. Ah. What do you want to go for first? Well, we're talking about about I, don't, I don't know, band leader. What do you want to go for first? You get on your jazz in, flute in, in and episodic you... form. Episodic. Give us some jazz. No, don't. Just don't fucking feed that fucking troll. Don't. <laughs> feed Just don't do it. The troll. <laughs> do they know? Who has watched some TV? I'm I have watched some TV. Excellent. I've watched a little bit. You've watched a little bit this year. Yes, this year. Yeah, unfortunately. Don't you watch every time Unfortunately, you're probably the best and only thing I've really purposely watched, you were discussing on the last podcast when I were here. So. What was that? What was that? Um, Bodyguard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I thought you were going to say Love Island. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was just going to descend into mayhem, but... It seems to what happens every yeah. time you mention Love Island. In terms of the best things I've watched this year, Bodyguard. Probably it's up there. I'd say, yeah, it's, it's top three. Um... Yeah. So I don't watch many 
um, series such like you guys do with like Daredevil and, and the other bits and bobs. But yeah, that that sort of thing is exactly what I love. Mm. I love Line of Duty, and obviously this was by yeah the same kind of production team or whatever. Yeah, um, yeah, I thought it was brilliant. I'm not going to you know, go balls deep in that because we already mm. you guys did that. Too. I, yeah, no, I, I, I really um, enjoyed it. I yeah, thought, really I thought the final episode just got a bit bit much. Um, I felt it all, but, you know, otherwise I thought it yeah. was excellent. I really. liked, I like something that will always keep you just second guessing mm, everyone. Yes. And even, and I, like we said last time, when, um, after the attack, after the bomb attack and they're in the hospital, it's like, she's, she's not dead. And then they cut out the mum. Oh no, she's, they're really going for There's dramatic effect here. She's definitely just not so dead. That they're not coming after and her And even at the last episode, at the end, you go, oh, one last thing, she's going to pop out a wardrobe or something and go, I'm still alive! But no, no she, they just she, pull out the iPad instead. She was brown bread. <laughs> <laughs> I think, but, yeah, I mean, no, I really, I really enjoyed that. I think yeah, I, I can reel off, like, three shows, I think, that my favourites this year that I've watched. Um, I would go with, I'll quickly say, Beck or Soul, uh, season four. So you, you love that. We're moving you? into the end game now, so we're moving up to joining up with Breaking Bad. Bad. We're almost around the same time. What a fantastic show! You haven't watched it yet. So no, I, it yeah, much. I'm. I'm still season um, two. I think. I think also. I think Maniac. I really wasn't sold in it two episodes in, and I thought, oh, "What yeah, the fuck am yeah. I watching?" And then it turned into the most random mental show. Very think... much. It was. You could tell it was made. <laughs> <laughs> you could tell it was made originally like for Sweden like there was a Swedish oh, really? version of it and because it was so out there with its ideas but they kind of marred it up because it was directed by a Japanese director wasn't it and there was a lot of as I watched a lot of like Japanese movies and things a lot of the whole system of honour and value and mm. perception anyway stuff like that so there was that and um, actually I'm going to give a, a shout out to as everyone know I'll watch it because as I say the first season isn't great and puts people off but the fifth season of Bojack Horseman was fucking up there in terms of dark humour. There's a whole episode this season where he's giving a speech at his mother's funeral. Oh, right. Bloody hell. And it is a 20-minute monologue about life and death. And there's never been such a profound, I agree with everything you're saying right now. Obviously, we get there's a huge fucking punchline at the end, which then after all this sort of really grief and angst makes it fucking hilarious. But... Mm. It's just so well done. I understand why people go, this is fucking weird. Um, I enjoyed Disenchantment, which is another Netflix show. That's the, the Matt Groening Simpsons, Simpsons, Simpsons guy, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, that's fun. Um, it wasn't great, but it was it was good. <sighs> Arrested Development. Oh, no. I really want to like you, but you've just you shouldn't have just stopped after and left three, it ten three, years. Should have left it after yeah. three. Um, and that uh, uh, that will be me, and I'm sure you'll say something in it already in your brain. What? Westworld, we spoke about Daredevil, we spoke about, so I can't, you know. Yeah, West, De- okay, West, Westworld was great. Daredevil um, was brilliant. Just to say a bit about that. Um, <coughs> Simon, you'd Ed- like it. You would like it. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, you would really it's, like Daredevil. It's, this season is felt like if you could compare it to anything, I would compare it to Nolan's Batman with the sound, the score over the top, just the whole kind of feel about it. You could, if Batman turned up in it, even though you go, oh, that's a bit weird, it wouldn't be weird. I think it just a, slots yeah, straight. Yeah, I think, yeah, yeah. I think the, the pacing of that show was it was so excellent. You know, it was brilliant. The Dark Knight is yes. basically a thriller that has Batman in it. Basically, yeah. Batman yeah, and Joker is. in it, but it, it is. it's a thriller. 
I would probably say that's the closest you could get with season three of Daredevil. Hmm. It 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 just kept you going and going and going, and it but was, it wasn't um, all out. Like a drag. It, whereas season two seemed to uh, really story, rely yeah, on stories. and rely on action set pieces, and this one wasn't the last five episodes. Even though the episode ten is a bit of a doozy for some people, it, even though it wasn't just constant fighting and this and that it was just you've got Wilson Fisk who's the brains and he's a lot of power but he's he's the brains and he's one step ahead of everyone and it's just you're going along a path and then all of a sudden Wilson Fisk's already thought of that and something else comes into play um, it's brilliant I brilliant uh, best out of the three I think. yeah I mean having having that was yeah, having grand... read comics with Wilson, Wilson Fisk in <clears throat> D'Onofrio embodies that character so although amazingly, when, it's it's just a it's just brilliant. The when, guy is brilliant when he gets when he gets a bit gruff. His voice and he goes down low like that, and just reminds me of the bad guy in when he's in uh, Men in Black. Oh in yeah, <laughs> give me water, sugar, sugar, more sugar, yeah, more sugar, <laughs> water. Yeah, that's, that's but no, but he, mm. he it's amazing. And for me, the only episode that I didn't really like until the final fifteen minutes was episode ten. And you know why I didn't mind it. Was. Yeah, it no, is... I know, I know why it was there, but at the same time, it was like I don't feel like this is going anywhere, and I, I'm not that invested in that character. She's a mm. great character, but I didn't need all of that backstory. I didn't need it. But I think once you, but those final the fifteen next, minutes, yes. it was once like get to... fuck me, and the, the final shot. It was just genius, and I was like, <laughs> when, you say, when you get to that kind of, because I wasn't aware of the comic storyline, and then Pete told me about it afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So once you get to that kind of rug pull, uh, then you completely understand why that's all there. But can, can I quickly link that to something which we've all tapped out of? I think probably officially now. Um, just just as a uh, the, an episode of a few weeks ago. That was oh there. no, I've not tapped out. I am fucking balls deep back in if we're going to talk about that. Oh, we're talking oh about no. Yeah, no, I'm, they, just when I thought that I was out, they pull me back in. Yeah, see, Do not watch Godfather 3. <laughs> see, <laughs> see, as someone who um, then spent a considerable amount of time catching up with the comic this year as well, what the fuck was that all about? Seriously, that, that, what that, the fuck? That was a great episode. That was I really stupid. I, have a, I have no clue what they're talking about. It was about. fucking stupid. I guess they're talking about The Walking Dead. Walking, yeah. Well, Walking yeah, Dead. no, but I'm, I'm, you know, I'm clueless to The Walking Dead. I've never watched a single episode of it, and I don't ever intend I don't think I've watched it since Glendon. So, um, basically, it's Rick's in a precarious position, and you definitely presume he's about to die, and as he's going along, he gets revisited by the past. So, oh. loads of the cast who haven't been in it for donkey's years all came back, so you had... What, Herschel. just flash- Rick. flashbacks to them? Or was it one no, of those no, episodes no, 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 where no. this is a dead person and they're now yeah. talking yeah, to no, me? Yeah, no, oh, fuck yeah, off. Yeah, and Herschel came I back. Hate, I hate um, episodes of telly like that. Captain oh, thingy from really the well. Starship Enterprise, no. came, she came back. Oh, Randomly, no Carl and no Laurie, which doesn't make any fucking sense to me. Um, well, and then, just as he's about to die and it blows up, a fucking helicopter lands and picks him up and off he flies into the horizon. I was like, what? I enjoyed it. I, I liked the episode. The it's done really well. Um, but anyway, I yeah. we'll talk about Walking Dead. We were talking about Daredevil. I think you were Well, no, about. I think we're done with Daredevil. I, well, yeah. okay, one last question, because this is meant to be like review, and, mm. review of 2018 rather than review of Daredevil. But, um, in, so I've only seen season one of Daredevil, which I thought was really, really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you said, I kind of bang up my street. I haven't seen any of season two. 
very could funny. I get away with skipping season two? I, it's not. I, I think yeah, I, I, yeah. you could, but I would. Three. I would watch season two because there are moments that Netflix would, has this. Kind I don't of thing think it will ruin your enjoyment of the series if you didn't watch season two. In fact, you because can there's in. some other players in there now yeah, that, that aren't are heavy in the story. So basically, all you need to watch is there's a five minute previously on every other fucking Marvel show. And that will give you... And it tells you what's happened. Yeah, you can watch that if you don't ever intend on watching season two. Well, but... No, but I, there are some excellent moments in season two. The Punisher mm. is amazing in season yeah. two. But, and much better than he is that in his own horrifically violent. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's a fight in a jail, in prison, that is just... I was like... Fucking hell. Bit, <laughs> it was really, bit, really brutal. It's a bit with a shotgun and a foot. And yeah. Oh, yes. And dogs. Oh, and it is fucking grim. Yes. There's, there's some fight scenes in season three that are as good as anything you will see in the raid. Saw how yeah, that was filmed. Like that. Saw how that so was filmed. Well, it's so brilliant. well done. Just, you compare it to shit like Iron Fist where there's 76 edits in one fight. <laughs> And, and then, then in this, it one, feels like one take. One yeah. fluid motion, and you can see... You, that you know, like the corridor fight. That yeah, all, all in one take. Incredible. It was genius. Um, there, there's a bit in season three that takes place in a prison. And it almost feels oh, like no, a computer I, game. I, I was thinking the um, office. Oh, the office is the brilliant office as well. Was... But the bit in the prison, mm. for me, the way the camera tracked, it felt like you were in a computer game. Yeah. And, yeah. and it, it was just so clever. Mm. It was it was really, really but, good. Yeah, you, watch it. Um, also, there's a bit... There's an, obviously another season of The Defenders, um, where it's like the team-up movie, where they're all together. It's, There's it's, only a tiny no, little I bit really of that that you need to take. For, you could probably watch the catch-up of, if there's a catch-up of The Defenders, just to see, it is, it's in because the of, that carries on, uh, Daredevil carries on pretty much from the end from of The Defenders. But it's okay. in the five-minute recap before you start seeing yeah, so you'd be right. After you get past that first episode, you'll forget yeah, all, yeah. That, all that other stuff. But yeah. anyway, Daredevil's good. I it's, think that's my for me. It's the show of the year. That's my show favorite show of the year. Um, Bake Bodyguard Off, close second. No, Bake Off wasn't the Bake Off. I, I'm, I'm Bake now, Off pissed me off this year. <laughs> I'm on board with Bake Off. Um, Rahul, I was cheering him no. on every week. He should have been gone. Oh, I loved a bit of Rahul. The week where the French girl went is the week he should have gone. But they had a soft swap for him. They picked him out as a winner from week one, and they. That anything anything bad he did, they let slide. He just reminded me of myself. Everything he tried to do, he just fucked up. <laughs> when he's squeezing like the the cake icing, <laughs> boom! Every, it's like icing, it's like, oh, I don't know. and it just always looked like just squinting, just waiting. No, for but I think, I think I think some of it was like endearing, and then it was like it carried on and on and on. I was like, oh for fuck's sake. How many times do they need to tell you you're really good before you're going to be like, all right, just taste my food? But every week it was just like, oh, Rahul's fucked up. He's pulled it out of the bag at the end. Are we getting Black Mirror season five this year? Is it this year? No, it's not this year. I don't know. Sure. I, that's it's, another we know about it by now. Because there's, there's going to be the first time... the latest. No, well, was, there's going to be a Choose Your Own Adventure episode, isn't there? How? They're adding it into Netflix. Okay. Well, yeah, you, you can make a choice. You watch it, and you've got to select which way you go. Ooh. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> I used to love those books. Yeah, I got some from the library. I, I, I would always fit, keep my finger in the last page in case I fucked up. They still do them, 
and we went to the library and we got some. And Xanthi even did what I do, and like keep exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. cheating. Like, I could die. die. I could die. <laughs> Let me just keep that. Yeah, no, this isn't going well. I'm going back. <laughs> um, was Discovery this year, or was it the end of the yes, year? Yes, it was. It was this year. It was. It was January. It was January. And Fuck that was Ooh, excellent television. Yeah. And I thought it was going to so be a load of old it. shit and I watched one or two and it was like, holy shit, when it got to the end, like the couple of episodes, I thought it was finished. Didn't I? I think, yeah. well, that was the last episode. And we're like, no, there's another three. I was like, what? How's yeah, there another three? Yeah, the final episode gave me goosebumps. I was like, oh, here we fucking go. If you don't like Star Trek, I think you'd like that. Yeah. Mm. It was just so good. It was I, I only had my epiphany the other week, didn't I? <laughs> Realising that guy in Discovery is Ken Fandango. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, God. Like, Jesus. Wyatt, come on, you know. Do- Donald Glover is so, childish Gambino. Oh, no, that one. Yeah. <laughs> can I? Can I just chuck in another uh, one? I was just saying. So yeah. Sorry. Discovery and I also put up there. Uh, Lost in Space was this year as well. Then. Yeah. yeah I, I, I tapped out on that. Oh, I really liked it. Can I just say one that I picked up on I this year? I watched it all, but I was like, I'm, I'm five years too late, and I've picked up on it this year. And season five has just started. What's that? People just do nothing. I've heard that's meant to be brilliant. Uh, the first oh, three seasons are on Netflix, which they is do great. Pirate Radio, yeah, mm. and then it's like <coughs> The Office meets uh, Pirate Radio Garage MCs. Oh, God. I think, and I it is it. so good. I've seen someone on Facebook mention it, but thinking it's documentary. Uh, yeah, but it's not. But it's not. Dickos. But they think um, it's actually. There is, I, a, I, there is another show. And uh, Wyatt's going to kick himself for forgetting it because he ra- he raved about it, and I thought oh, no, it oh. was excellent right up until oh, the no, final oh, episode where the, I was like, "This it, is fucking." It was in the back shit. of the room. Killing, Kill, Killing Eve, yeah. I really enjoyed Killing Eve. I loved it, and there was so much I loved well, about it until that final episode. And that oh, final nice. episode pissed me off still so much. Why? It was just shit. There was there wasn't any That's full on. justification for what. Don't spoil Eve it. Don't spoil it. Oh, well, don't don't spoil spoil it. it. No, I'm just saying, the way right. Eve acts in that final episode, there is no real justification for it. And I was just like, "This, why the fuck are you doing this? This is stupid. Why have you just done that? That's just fucking stupid. And from that point, I was like, that's just shit. And it pissed me off. The rest of it I loved. And I thought the, the, the main character, Villeneuve, she, she mm. was fucking brilliant. Eve pissed me off. So much. Watch, watch it though, because you, I think you'll like the majority of it. The final episode. So we did. We, we watched um, one episode. It, I think it might have been after when well, Bodyguard finished. Yeah. And we were just flicking around on iPlayer and watched the first episode of Killing Eve, and we thought oh, that's quite good. And next weekend got to the Sunday, right? Day off together, and I think we just came the whole rest of the season yeah, in wow, one man. sitting um, on a Sunday. We had like adult responsibilities out the window which is going to sit here and watch TV for the day but uh, yeah I really enjoyed it um, you know, I, I enjoyed the majority of it yeah. I think yeah it's, it's, yeah. it's, it's worth a watch I think, I think you'll like the, I've, had, like I've it. had my constants this year um, things like Cogglebox and First Dates I haven't watched any of them this year oh have you not oh, no. first, first Dates Fred's dad turns up in one of the episodes see oh. I the thing is I don't know what it is I think I've moved into the next I just don't watch normal TV the only time I've used my box to watch a television we don't, we program don't watch anything live is like match of the day 
or the World Cup. That the most my television has ever been on, like watching normal. Otherwise, yeah. I've streamed. shit. That was some great television this year. Yeah, <coughs> but then our, our, that's our viewing habits. It's just like get sit down with dinner. It's like go through the on demand and catch ups. Yeah, and what mm. we missed, kind of, and just it will be first dates, goggle box. Um, I've been watching. I'm back into The Apprentice this year. Um, you, what was Love Island like this year, Simo? It was good. It was good. I. I don't know. Did you watch Big Brother this year as well? Because that was the last no, one. No, it was the last it? one, and I've thought about it, but I haven't really been invested in Big Brother for I don't know ages now. Well, <laughs> in my case, like about twenty years. But it's yeah, just yeah. I th- I think we watched. I think probably the last proper kind of full series we watched was the first year or the first time it was on Channel Five, mm. and then occasionally. Are you watching Jungle? Yes. Well, I've been trying to. Oh, what? I'm a celebrity. Yeah, yeah I'm a celebrity. sorry. Yeah, so we've been watching that. I, like X- I don't know what it's called. <laughs> fucking jungle. <laughs> we've watched program. a little bit of it. Um, but fucking Harry Redknapp in Harry the fucking Redknapp. jungle. I love, know, it. I love it. Spotted Dick. And just trying to explain to all these junglers what Spotted Dick is. Yeah. <laughs> and all the stories he's come out with. It's just Spongebob in, isn't it? Yeah. It's like... I love Spotted Dick. Spotted but Dick. They, but no, the, the, these youngins in the jungle have not heard of Spotted They're Dick. So have an old man going, I love Spotted Dick. Yeah, it's going to go down a little bit weird. Oh, they don't whoa, know what SpongeBob is. Uh, I saw, again, I only saw it because it was on Twitter, like trending, that Noel Edmonds has turned up and gone fucking mental. And then apparently this week as well, uh, Mr. Blobby turned up on Loose Women to talk about Brexit. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> blobby, Blobby, Blobby! I heard, I heard a lot of people, a lot of people were rinsing that. Um, was it Anne or whatever her name is from the chase? Anne Haggerty. For crying on her first Haggerty. day in there. But, but she's got she, Asperger's, hasn't she? She has yeah. some... But yeah. she's gone into a new environment, and that's meant to be like, for somebody with Asperger's, yeah. it's meant to be a proper invasion yeah. of the... It's like sensory for, invasion. For, for, for Rachel, like, which is, you know, it's her job, like, looking after me like that. She, she was going like, berserk. I'm like, what, what the hell are they, like, doing this to her? And, all and now, and... Uh, yeah, obviously there was loads of stuff on in there. The problem like, is, oh, you, know, you know, she's useless. You know, she's meant to be like this powerful woman and on the no, chase and all this crap. Yeah. It's like, we, I mean, people, that's bollocks. people like, are it's... shit for rinsing her, mm. but at the same time, her knowing her condition, yeah. should she have put herself in that position? Yeah. It's all about the paycheck, and that's not, you know, there should but be advisors there going, "Hang on a minute." I was just say, is that a, like a lack of support around her? I think so. Oh, like, yeah. I'm not saying she's that. They would know. They were like To be fair, though, she's doing better than that Towie fucking bint from last year who couldn't even fucking... Who's that? Uh, Gemma Collins or whatever. Did She lasted like she five lasted, seconds, didn't yeah, she? Yeah, she lasted this. Like, I thought the best... 24 was it, hours, wasn't it? Yeah. Was it? Dean Gaffney was the best. <laughs> he was like, when yeah. he came out, he goes, I don't know, we sat in the fucking jungle. I thought there'd be people slipping you a bit of pizza. No, no, that was... <laughs> who was no, that? No, was, um, was that Joe Squaw? Joe Squaw? No, that was guy at 17. Oh, um... Brian Harvey. Brian Harvey. Yeah. Oh, I thought there'd be people slipping you a bit of pizza. Dean Gaffney. Yeah. When Moyles was still on the radio, yeah. Yeah. all he would do is just play bits of Gaffney losing his shit. All I Sorry. He was sorry. He was trying to chat up Rachel's mate. 
I remember. No, oh, no. And she, and she was like, oh, I'm, I'm engaged to And he was like, oh, don't worry about that. You can take that off later. Oh, oh, no. oh. absolute swindle. Uh, um, anyway, anyway, yeah, allegedly, apparently, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah um, 2018. Yeah, I, I, you, what one last mention? Sorry, to yeah, something that I watched um, was uh, uh, well, I, uh, Make a Murderer Two, like the second season. Yeah. Ooh, okay, I've got something to say. So I watched the first episode and struggled after that. Yeah, well, I watched the first episode and struggled through it and didn't want to watch anymore. How far? How, as, you how far it? have you both well, got? I've finished it. Oh, you finished is it, it worth it? it? I finished it today. Is it worth it? Is it because... Right, uh, I'll just say where it's how I felt. I watched it. After I watched the first episode, it was just, there's no pull. There's nothing kind yeah, of... Yeah, so... The, the, unless... The problem with it is, it was 10 episodes, but the... I'll see, there's no... Quite a lot of the first series was building up the story and like yeah. the characters and stuff that happened in the past. Yeah. So like, I think the first episode, maybe even the first two of the first series, yeah, was, which is still was like the original rape cr- trial, which he got off mm-hmm. of, and then yeah. it then went into the Teresa Hulbert murder and, and all that stuff. But yeah, with this, obviously, you kind of know all that backstory, and now it's all about trying to find out new information or try to disprove certain um, information case, that was yeah. used in the case. And this, that, the other, and then they're also trying new scientific methods, which are now available for DNA testing. This, that, the other, and finding all these basically loopholes in the evidence that's been provided. Is Brendan Dass still talking about WrestleMania? Um, no, he's not. He doesn't. <sighs> you don't get to see him see him so much. You hear like a few phone calls and stuff. And I mean, he he was quite he, he's sort of been unfortunate because of all these retrials and this, that, yeah. the other. But yeah, no, I mean, I, I quite enjoyed it, you know, in terms of the information mm. provided, but it feels like it was, to, you probably could have got all that information in five episodes. Well, that was the same yeah. with the first season as well, though. I mean, my, <laughs> I don't know. my missus didn't enjoy it so much, because the amount of times, and if you go back and watch the first season, the amount of times they repeat the same shit mm. over and over again, it could have been a five episode. That, that's a very American thing to this do. This has also yeah, been my it? general complaint with like Netflix in general over the last couple of years, is that seasons are like 13, 14 episodes long and actually you probably could have whacked it down to 10 and I've noticed yeah, that I, a lot I'm, of new I'm Netflix sure shows are starting to a negotiation of like you've got to have well I noticed they've started to reduce yeah. the amount of episodes down now <coughs> normally Netflix are now going with, with 10 rather than 13 yeah, or 14 with, with the making the murderer stuff I just got the feeling it's going to concentrate more on this I forget her name the the lady, the lawyer, yeah, the lawyer Kathleen, um, the, the oh, shit, I can't remember doesn't that. take on a case if she doesn't think she can win. But yeah. like, because comparing that to um, another TV show this year, what um, Staircase? Yes, watch that as well. Oh, yeah. And and the Evil Genius. I, I feel like genius, yeah, even, I, I feel like I'm becoming a blood spatter expert with all because that's what oh. these shows seem to heavily kind of. Well, look, flicking blood here, flicking blood yeah. there, and it, it felt like making a murderer. Was just going to be this legal team doing that sort of thing, <laughs> legal thing for for ten episodes. Like I can't watch that. No. That's just going to bore me. I don't mind it for a little bit. Where with staircase, I love evil genius. They used it to prove the original analysis yeah. wrong. Yeah, and that was great. With this though, they tried it so many times against the back of that car door. It just felt like you're clutching at straws. Just. You're just trying to do it so um, many times until you get your think, desired. Think, you're trying to fit a shit foot into a shoe, kind yeah. of Cinderella style, kind of. Well, I think I think my issue with it, I think the first season was such a, such a success because 
you didn't know the story. Mm. You, you, this is something brand new. So, you know, you're like, oh, fuck me, this is amazing. Now, had they done that and not made an entire second season about it, but done the odd update hour, mm. I think that would have been much more successful. But the fact of the matter, they may try to make another second season about it. Anyone who's invested in that first story... The internet is there, yep. and you know what's happening. You know they're still in prison, and that's so you sit there, and they're like, "I'm going to get this guy out." No, you're fucking not. Yeah. Whereas before, you I already know the outcome know. of what happens at and the I, end of this. I, I'm not interested, so, and, in... and that's why I made the decision not to watch the second series. I just went, "Well, I've pretty much it keeps showing up in your yeah. in social yeah. medias and stuff like that that you know what's going on." So, yeah, sorry, but I, 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 I think. Um, a lot of this stuff is really popular. I think true crime series, podcasts, everything yeah. is a real fascination for people. I, the amount of true crime podcasts I have listened to I recently it's, it's is ridiculous. It's so it's a new thing, isn't it? If you can talk amongst yourselves of like, um, do you think they did it? Kind of mm. like Stephen Avery. Does anyone still know if he did it or not? I think there's a pretty good fucking. There's a I good chance it. he did. There's a good chance. He Oddly did. enough. I like to think that he did do it because then it means the system works that he's where he should be. Yeah. See, my judgment. Oh, yeah, my, no, yeah. but like the, the, the podcast that um, Simo is listening to now and is in the middle of is Curtis Flowers' case, In the Dark Season 2. I recommend anyone listen to In the Dark's podcast because they are brilliant. In the Dark Season 2, by the end of that podcast, I was raging so hard at the American legal system yeah. you would not believe. But it's it's unbelievable that this guy is in prison. But it's unbelievable. Also made story. It shows the tropes that you would get, like reality TV yeah. positioning things and you know assembling the evidence in a certain way so that you've got a protagonist and you've got you're telling a story which makes mm-hmm. people more. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. There is an element of that. But listen to it and come back to me. Did, it, <laughs> sorry, did, did anyone else watch the staircase? Yes. What did you think at the end? Did you think he was guilty or not? Because, again, I was really undecided. There was stuff... It's very difficult in some stuff, no, isn't that it? Last like, well, maybe, they did, maybe they didn't. With yeah. making a like murderer... With the poker. Like, well, it's just I that whole blood he, he probably stuff, did. Yeah. When they turned it around yeah. and went, oh, and you, mi- you missed the poker, the, like, this was here, there the whole time, or it's been moving. Um, that, what was it, ten episodes for that? I think it might I think. Been, yeah. And that felt... There's no going back. If there was a season two, I probably wouldn't be interested no, no. in watching that. that no, with that, though, I've, well, I don't know. It kind of feels like it's come to its conclusion. It, it was just like, if you're not, this is not going to ruin it, but um, in this, I think it's episode two, they're watching a TV report. Mm-hmm. And so this guy's been like charged with murder of pushing his wife downstairs, yeah, yeah. killing her. And uh, then this TV report comes out, the news report saying, and... Uh, this is linking to the previous accusation he's had against him of pushing his other wife down the stairs and killing her. And the lawyer's just sat there watching this TV and he just goes, nope, and walks off and he's like, I'm not fucking interested in this. And no, then well, be- why would you be? But then it becomes, I think the show becomes more about the lawyer. And it does. He's it's all about the lawyer. And that's exactly how, if, when you watch second season of Bacon a Murderer, mm. I drew a lot of comparisons in terms of the focus became... A lot more around the the lawyer and then like, persona and their could, attitude and what yeah. they were doing, mm. rather than the actual um, yeah. Because like, the, stair, the staircase one, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's Michael Peterson. That's him. And 
he's a bit of an irritating prick as far as I, I yeah, didn't really like, I didn't yeah. I didn't take to him too well. Um but they use the lawyer as your kind of he's the one that the story's about as far as I was concerned yeah. and it showed how hard he was working. Like the guy that couldn't get the slides right and he was yeah. losing his temper. Um <laughs> sitting there going, Oh, this is getting juicy now. Yeah. Look at him losing his fucking shit. Um but you get to, you get to the end of it, and as long as you don't mind not having a conclusion for these sort of shows, I think with with true crime stuff though, there's a lot of stuff. Whether you're listening to it or watching it, you're not going to get you're yeah. not going to get a definitive answer. It is no. still going to be open to conjecture. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. well, I think that's got a bit deep on the old crime shit. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I tell you what, there's some really fucking yeah, good. There's been some really good stuff. And um, there's been s- several things like that, like that have been on Netflix, like Making a Murderer and Staircase and Evil Genius, and there's been some other ones I've been listening to, uh, watching like Confession Tapes, and mm. Netflix has got loads of them, they're brilliant, and there's been loads of podcasts as well that have all been kind of come to the surface, Teacher's Pet, another one, which is... Teach, def- Teacher's Pet, if, if you haven't listened to that, it's fantastic, yeah. it's really but good. I, I kind of got to a point when, because um, I, I was listening to a bit while I was on, on holiday, I kind of got to a point towards the end of the summer where I was just like, I need to stop. Because all I was thinking about was, was like, like, you said, like blood splatters. <laughs> yeah. How can I recreate? And I'd, you know, and I'd just look at stuff. You'd, like, you'd pour like a, like, you know, an old half drunken cup of tea in the sink and you'd be like, oh, I splashed up there. And you start thinking, oh, if that was blood, would that be like running like that? <laughs> yeah. Everything I was doing, I then started like having these thoughts that were kind of like related to what I was hearing and watching in these shows. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to have like a couple of weeks off of just listening to like funny Happy stuff. Things. Yeah. And uh, I went on a mad, mad true crime podcast tip. I listened to um, season one of Up and Vanished. That's really, really good. That's worth a listen. Both seasons of In the Dark. Mm-hmm. Teacher's Pet. Um, I've started listening to this one. It's not finished yet. Called, um, oh, what's it called? Happy Face. It's about the Happy Face serial killer, mm. but it's more from the. I'm detecting a trend with your podcast. Yeah, yeah. but it's from, it's from the the daughter and how oh. it's affected her, the daughter of this serial killer. It's really really good. Uh, the Atlanta Mon- uh, Atlanta Monster. Um, I'm worried that you're getting intel and tips of what to do. Yeah, yeah. No, well, you know, the, well, I'm, not, I'm not Simo, so you don't need to worry. Well, when you when you, you kind of. No, but he, he's not worried about getting away with it. He wants people to know it was him. Yeah. <laughs> you're driving for an hour and then you, you're listening to these podcasts in your mm. car and it's sort of getting dark and then you, your mind just starts kind of flipping a little bit and then you're like, there's a lay by, here, there's some trees. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's a good uh, dump spot. And you're like, <laughs> you're like oh, there's a, I, I always know there's a random turn off here. I wonder where that goes. I bet that's into the middle of a field somewhere. Yeah, and then you just... You know. Right, I'm going to get away from the murder shit. No, I was going to go so, to like, podcasts and stuff like that, though. It, my dad wrote a corner, I've seen it season four. I, oh, fucking brilliant. Do you know what? I've, I've unsubscribed from my dad wrote porno. Oh, Me too. They're so times. knowingly and so up their own arse. Oh, yeah, they and are so like, literally, they were Season four was to, hilarious. Season one was great. Season two was good. Season three, oh, I'm not sure. This is... They're yeah, beginning to great so, me. Yeah, season yeah. four, I'm like, you're now... So up your own ass, it's unbelievable. Oh, podcast has become like TV, where I'm like, no, I've got a limited amount of time now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. I'm out. I'm sorry. Exactly. I'm so I think, like recently, there's been a couple of new podcasts which are really like a lot of time I, I latch onto podcasts and I like latch off them a bit. So I pretty quickly go Peter Crouch, 
yes. podcast. I've heard really it's very good. It's fucking so hilarious. Um, I was going to um, say the new props Danny, to the Danny Baker. New Linical Danny Baker, one. Gary Anika one. Hilarious. And then the only other one I really like at the moment is Mark Hines, who writes most of like 8 out of 10 cats, all the gags and stuff like that. Mm. He does his podcast with Pete Donaldson from Football Ramble, who's like right. the Geordie stupid one. And Pete Donaldson's never watched wrestling ever. And it's called WrestleMania. And they start from WrestleMania 1 and just watching him. But it, but rather than, you know, oh, and someone wrestled that one and pinned that one, it's telling all the stories about who he got arrested, who did this, who did that, who did like... And him not, like, working out what the fuck's going on and not understanding it all, but actually getting more into the, that, that. It's like half an hour every week. Mm, and for, right. like, a quick on-the-bus or on-the-train listen to on the way yeah. of work, yeah, WrestleMania... Peter Craig, Dave um, Baker, Gary Nicker, they are the, 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 the best pods of the week. By I, did, I, I subscribed to um, Joe Rogan at last. So, like, I, oh my the, God. The only thing that ever put me off them was <laughs> the length. Yeah. But for some of the drives I do, it's like it, it's not so bad. Because <coughs> yeah, like Der- Darren Brown and stuff like that, I really enjoyed the Darren Brown one. Um, but yeah, podcast-wise, I haven't really added anything else this year. Get on some think. of those true crime um, ones. They're, they're brilliant. For, for a bit more, bit of a a bit more fun take on things uh, Evil Genius which is hosted by uh, Russell Kane mm. is, is good not the Netflix show not the Netflix show, not the, Netflix show. Um, the podcast Evil Genius and they basically yeah. take a one character per episode the episode's normally about half hour long 35 minutes and they basically say so they take for example John Lennon I think is the first episode mm. and they basically say oh, you know you know him because of Imagine you know, actually classes, right. but actually it was a right prick he beat up women and they go through particular yeah. bad points and then at the end the people that are on that podcast have to vote and then he either goes in a you introduced me to one this year as well uh, Ramesh what's his oh uh, Ramesh Vanganathan yeah uh, Hip Hop uh, Saved My Life, saved my life. what podcast yeah, yeah. Oh, it's, uh, he's probably done 30 odd episodes it's been yeah. hilarious he's but great he brilliant, talks about he, um, like, and, and he gets loads of it he's had Ocean Wisdom on there um, he had James Lavelle on which is the one James I James Lavelle he's had fucking Frankie Boyle um, who's big into fucking hip hop? Um, no shit, no shit. Yeah, proper. Um, but yeah, just talk, talk about like the first hip hop album we bought. It's what got you into hip hop? A week, and it's but it's just funny. It's yeah. really good. Really worth a fucking listen. Um, What's it called? And hip hop saved my life. Hip hop If you get the first maybe ten episodes, nearly everyone mentions one of the first songs they got into was Turtle Power. Yes, I've had turtle power and a load of things recently with people joking. Someone dreamt that they were with that. I was. You? I was like, yes, it's not, not just me. I'm losing crime. I'm not alone. T U R T L E power. So that's movies, TV shows, and you talking over my fucking intro, you penis. No, otherwise I know the bog flush comes out really loud on the pod sometimes. And also your voice. Can we get screaming again? Was that you? No, was that not a fox? Was it a fox? Possibly. Were you next to the door? What does the fox say? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so that was what, 2012? Oh, we are so with the time. No, 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 15, 2015. Much better. Um, So, yeah. Yeah, Brandad. Hey, hey, Siri. We've we've chatted some movies. What does the fox say? Okay. Brilliant. Third time lucky. We've chatted some movies, some TV, and even some podcasts. Hopefully, these other podcasts will give us a mention in their review of the year. Unlikely. Probably I, not. I yeah. doubt it. They doubt have it. millions of listeners, and we have we have at two, max seven. two guaranteed listeners plus us. 
we've got about apparently we've got about thirty subscribers, but I guarantee that's about you know us on two accounts most of the time, mm. and maybe three accounts, and then about Ham. Where? <laughs> and Pip. And Pip. Yeah, don't. F- no, Pip is the number one. Pip is the Pip, number one. Pip listener. is the number one. Ham can fuck off. Um. I just videoed that. I'm going to put them on that big fucking. Something that probably relates into all three of those categories um, that happened in 2018. I'm sorry, starting a bum note. Um, was the sad passing of Stan Lee. Oh, why did you have to bring that up? Because that I was, was a big a thing. a nice time. That is a big... Now I feel no, sad. No, but it's not sad because the guy was 95 years old and he had a fucking life and a half. Oh, yeah. No, if what a life. Any of us Brilliant. were ever close to any of that, you know... It's one of the times oh, that, to some, that it's someone's life to really celebrate. And even though it might be considered geeky and nerdy, all the comic book stuff and things like that, adults now have kids that are, would not be into half the stuff they're into if it wasn't for obviously Jack Kirby and all the other guys that were involved in it. But Stan Lee was the front man for it all. Um, and he passed away, was it a week ago now? Two yeah. weeks? No, only about um, a week. He'd been suffering with some ill health this year and his wife passed away last year I think and he'd yeah. had a and even he'd become subject to some of those kind of horrible accusations and shit like that so he didn't have the best last year but they um, finally he, he got his uh, star on the Hollywood walk um, just after his wife died oh, did he? and he still managed to put a smile on and show on for Everyone yeah. to come out and do the Stanley and be that Stanley character. Mm. Hey, Spider fans and all that sort of stuff um, for everyone. Um, and as we get older, watching our heroes, kind of, you know, the uh, Carrie Fisher and people like that, Stanley was another one that kind of did hit me. A yeah, bit. there's it, not many celebrity deaths that affect me. You I know, think, a lot of them. It's like, yeah, oh, it's sad that they're gone. It's sad when anyone dies, but. Hmm. But yeah, Stanley really struck a chord with me. Uh, he seemed like a real genuine guy who had a time for a lot of people. And you know, did you see that thing he wrote in the comic books about in 1972 about oh, everyone racism. being equal and racism? racism. And yeah, soapbox. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but he used to write every single one of them, every mm. single Marvel comic up until about that time where literally there were so many comics he couldn't write them all. Yeah, um, I don't ever discount, you know. That's, he was, he was great. It's like we, we were talking about this. Like, well, was that man and the wasp his final appearance? But apparently, we discovered that that day he filmed it cameos. Was a, it was on for Infinity War that he filmed all Infinity four. Infinity War, they filmed four or five and at the same wasp, time. Yeah. Captain Marvel and uh, uh, Avengers Untitled. <laughs> oh, not Spider Man Homecoming. Uh, he hasn't filmed that one, but he infi- he filmed Far from, Far from Home. Yeah. Far from Home. Sorry, yeah. Um, but yeah, there's some. So that'll be the first that he's not in. Yeah, it will be. Mm. Um, but you know, what a legacy for you, know, you say that was we get. I think one of the hardest things as you get older is the fact that more and more of your heroes start to stop dying, yeah, and yeah. you realise how mortal you really that's, are. That's I think you, it, the, when it sunk in that he's not going to see the second part of Infinity War, or that that kind of the end of that. Yeah, I saw backlash on social Same. media with people going, oh, well, why are you getting so fucking... I'm like, well, but obviously I appreciate you've probably not done well, much no, to your I, life. I, to me, who has fucking lived and breathed comic yeah, books... Yeah, but then it's, it's, it's something that, again, Jack Kirby and all the other guys that are involved, 
is something that he was a part of that brought a lot of being down the pub and going, oh, you're into comics as well, and making friends through stuff like that. And mm. he his attitude to he was such a positive man, and what he did with Marvel, opposed to DC, where DC was all about gods and things like that. Marvel was like, no, let's let's get this is every man. Let's have growing pains in with with Spider Man and stuff like that. And it's like his attitude of like, I want every comic. Um, like you've got to consider that every comic could be some kid's first comic so you've got to make it accessible you've got to backtrack you've yeah. got to explain who everyone is all the time because that could be someone's first comic and it's got to hit him and be wow and that was something he carried through all those folk. and all, even, all his characters he created he made relatable to yeah. people you could relate to something in that character that, that that's me well you look at the X-Men what, the, X, the, the tones of the X-Men that you Okay, mutants, you can apply to races or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. what he did with the X-Men of just like, look. But it's the whole thing of what if, what if I am different? What if I... And I guess maybe at the moment, well, like, if you look at it from different levels, like my daughter suddenly got really into X-Men. Like, I was like, we showed her all the Marvel films. She loved the Avengers. She was bang into it. Showed her the X-Men films. And she's suddenly like, no, they're my favourites. Why? And, I, and even I'm like at the moment kind of questioning, personally going, why... Is it maybe it's like as they're growing up, they're kind of maybe I'm a bit different, or maybe yeah, you know, yeah. you feel, and maybe this comic kind of talks then to that, them that, in the sense that that and like, but then I think very much that you know what I was fucking banging today. I haven't pushed it on her. I the X Men was my book mm. <laughs> for 15 years. The X Men was my book. X Men definitely hit a chord with a lot of people. You know, whether it was the comics or the 90s. Co- uh, cartoon yeah. show or whatever but it's even like Stan Lee it's like when I showed uh, Sanfi the old Fantastic Four movies from the noughties or nineties or whenever it was they're very dated but you know yeah. still cheesy and fun they're good the for kids the thing that though. kind of got her back in something twigged her was that Stan Lee turned up in it mm. so when like the fan, Mr. Mr. and Mrs. Fantastic are getting married and he turns up in that cameo and he goes what's your name? Stan Lee <laughs> he goes yeah go on pull me up one of no but please there must be some mistake. But that like suddenly drew her back into the yeah. film because Stan Lee was there. And like because Stan Lee was there, and it's like, well, we go back and say, like, my favourite cameo ever now is in a DC film. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, brilliant. What a brilliant Stan Lee cameo. Yeah. That, that, this year, that and car- Deadpool too. There's a cartoon <laughs> where uh, in the new Teen Titans go. It's a kid's cartoon. Well, it's DC And comics. then suddenly DC comics. Not Marvel. And suddenly, who falls on their fucking golf cart when they're chasing after someone? Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh my God, it's Stan Lee. And he goes, I don't care if it's DC or Marvel. I love me a cameo. <laughs> and he fires off the yeah. windscreen. <laughs> it's and brilliant. <laughs> And it is Stan Lee. Yeah, it's Stan Lee's yeah. voice. Uh, it's, oh, it's just great. <laughs> the, the Stan Lee cameos wasn't a new thing, was it? Because um, the animated Spider-Man, he was always in. You can go yeah. back to 1980-something, yeah. where he's in the Revenge of Trial of the Incredible Hulk. Hey there, true yeah. believers. He used, he used he's to narrate the Hulk and the Spider-Man yeah. cartoon. The cartoon and Spider-Man, Spider-Man and his amazing, amazing friends. friends. He'd narrate those and... His voice is, is just, you know, yeah. you will never forget it. I think it's synonymous it's with our youth and it's synonymous with, as, as we've grown up and these things have got more popular. I guess with Simo it's a bit different because you kind of, you know... You Annoyed by everything he's and Everything he's done yeah. is like, what the fuck? But then his, everything that he did was kind of like an attitude from making... Because he wanted to do Fantastic Four and things like that, but the company he's working for were like, no, we're not having any of that. It's got to be more DC kind of Superman kind of stuff. Mm. And it was his wife that turned around and said, if you want to do this, 
I'll support you. You lit and he left, went off to go and do this stuff. When you hear about his life story and stuff, you know, everything. There's got to be a movie coming out at some point now with Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. (laughs) Yeah. But ah uh, no, you know, what what a great guy! So many uh, it shows with the, the amount of tributes and stuff that mm. went out to and stuff. Apart from oh, Winnie fucking right. Paltrow, she can who fuck off. had a paid advertised Instagram picture that was already out, <coughs> and when he died, rather than put a new post, tagged onto the paid one. Update. Sad to see. Ah, oh, sad to see Stan's gone on my paid advert. Mm. Fuck you. Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> but anyway, yeah. I mean, again, you can't really feign too much surprise that a, a 95-year-old man has died. It's like, even talking to someone like that. No, 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 saying. It's, it's a celebration, you know, 95 fucking years. To live, I, I will be so happy if I live to that old. It's, and, and, and to still have my wits about I won't me. live to that age. Yeah. But also, my biggest regret was about six weeks ago on um, Amazon... There was a signed Stanley Funko Pop that my daughter really wanted, and I went, I'm not paying 50 quid for that. Uh, <laughs> and now it's like uh, £2,000. <laughs> anyway, that, that, that's the sad stuff out of the way this year. I know there's some probably other people that have passed away this year, but I can't remember who, so. Bella Rainberg. When was Carrie, Carrie Fisher was this no. year? No, that was just before Christmas. That was two years ago. No. She turned up in Seriously? Rogue One. She was dead. She died before Rogue One came out. Was that two years ago? That's two years ago. Oh my god! Jesus, time is fly. Anyway, we were old. We're so old. Let's talk about the good times in 2018. Fuck me, it was hot, wasn't yeah. it? Wasn't it hot? Wasn't it? Fuck mm, you me, know. Mm, marvelous. <laughs> Jumpers for goalposts. Sunbeams for goalposts. <laughs> Fucking, it was hot for a long time. As a ginger person. Um, I'm not built for warm weather. And You're loving it now, aren't you? I don't I think anyone was built for I this love weather, it, though. It's like this. 37 degrees one day. I know. I had, to, I had to pitch a tent on one of the hottest days of the year. Ooh, oh, my days. <laughs> it was just a thought. Most yeah, of... That was broke back Pete. <laughs> how, would you, how would you describe, you know, the sound of the summer? It was... Fucking fan on full pelt pelt, sitting in your pants, sweating, (laughs) watching England. Your testicles. Unbelievably watching England. It was it was an amazing summer. Yeah, I I agree. It was a great summer. Great weather. Like England football. Um, going to see Foo Fighters. It just like private lives. Things that we did in the space of I think June and July just felt like a ram-packed couple of months. It was. I mean, and August, brilliant holidays. Mm. You, you you had a great holiday. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it sounds and silly. It with like, a tramp, yes. No, but I think it sounds silly almost to the extent of like, kind that. of like, <laughs> we'll come back to it. But it just felt like a, a, I don't know, it's like a final stand. Like England doing so well in the World Cup and the weather being amazing and everyone being drunk and everyone being out together and it was like, do you know what? I haven't done this for fucking years. It was brilliant and summer. And it's very, very unlikely that, you know, next time I have a World Cup rolls around or something like that, that I'll be doing it. And it kind of, you know, for me... Bollocks, you'll be out in the pubs again. Not meant to be, no, but... but I just just kind of just felt like a kind of like a, you know, this, if if you're going to remember, you know, you you point out times of your life where things will always remain in your memory. And I think very much so that this summer, and with that football bollocks, and I said it ain't coming home, and you all screwed me and all shouted me down, and... (laughs) And but it, it did really come, come home in some ways. It, did it didn't home. and did, yeah. yeah. You know, and it's like something that everyone going, well, 
Does anyone fancy a trip over to, uh, is it Portugal next year or where is it next year? I don't know, it's fucking nuts. Um, I, I think with, with the World Cup tournament, <coughs> I think England blagged it to a certain extent. They, they, oh, they blagged it all the way because through. Because they weren't, they never really, apart from a couple of games, never really played that well. well and, could, yet, and yet they, still managed to get through. They struggled with this But now with this uh, UEFA... Whatever it is, league thing. Nations. League. Nations we, league. We already qualified now because we have qualified, and we are. And if you look That's at the teams, so that many got other through, teams haven't. Yeah, and we're playing such. All of a sudden, we're playing really good football. He's brought a few more of his young players in, and it's like, fucking hell. We're playing some really, really good shit. You watch Nations League. I'm saying it now. Fucking coming home. It's only like. Oh, now he's interested in England. I wasn't interested in England until that World Cup, and it's brought me, made me interested again, and they are now playing. They're they're playing some of the best football in Europe. We are the best team in Europe at the moment, I think, and I reckon it's coming home, Nations League. Oh, it's the best division. (laughs) I'm telling you. Look look at the teams that are through. I think they're playing at Arsenal. We will smash them up. Fucking lucky. We will smash those fuckers up. Bloody well hope so. But, going back, you know, it was, it was a good summer. We had a fucking laugh. There were some brilliant days out. It was hilarious. Yeah. You know, like, when you go back to it, it was just, even, like, the fixtures fell on nice days. Yeah. Where, like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, like, when... Where you guys decided to go into pubs with no aircon. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I'm dying! But, like, imagine <laughs> that. So, it. it was a Sunday <laughs> afternoon where it was, like, an early kickoff, but everyone went down the pub and got bollocks. Yeah. And then you came out and you had time to recover afterwards... And then, like, when we had the uh, quarter-final against um, Sweden, <laughs> it's a Saturday afternoon, it's bonkers hot. That as well. Right? Everyone got shit-faced. It went mental, but it was so much fun. Yeah. It's good, though, because uh, we're all men, and uh, man's not hot. Man's not hot. I, I, hot. I learned about that this year. <laughs> this year? You're a wanker. This year? That, How many years out yes. of date are you? Yes. He, oh, how many times have I said man's not hot and yet it's only this year that was like why it was like I just no, a lot of I'm Sorry. just reminded that we man's were in that man's not hot White and I are in this pub watching England play Sweden in the World Cup and it's the hottest day of the year so far and in front of us blocking the view of the screen is a man in a fucking puffer jacket <laughs> with a backpack on I'm like are you hot mate are you hot Man's no, not hot, man's Chris. not hot, obviously. <laughs> yeah, oh, my effect, God. Mate. It was like, fucking... Perspiration team. Why would you wear a parka jacket in a pub? Oh. What else happened this year? Uh, did Royal wedding? I was going to say, did some famous people get married? Meghan. Yeah, Harry and Meghan. And then... Um, yeah, All one. I remember from that wedding is that the fact that my daughter... The other integra- one! <laughs> my daughter's integrated into wrestling and said that... Uh, Dad, she's taking longer than it takes the Undertaker to walk to the ring to get, oh. to, get to the altar. And I'm like, that's my girl. That's my girl. In, in my household, that was quite an event at the Royal Wedding. I wasn't expecting it to be, but we had, he put up we had holiday friends come down from Nottingham and stay what? the rest of the weekend. Seriously? And um, yeah, and we had we uh, cut out masks and flags and everything. Yeah, the kids were loving it. Watched it on the telly. I'll tell you what, those we- cut out masks are good. They're good for a Sorry. photo pic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Photo pic? A photo pic. I think yeah. I was Camilla. Wow. Oh, wow. I, I'd, have, I'd have done, yeah. I'd do myself. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. Oh, well, no, we'll go like with the world wedding and everything like that, though. Um, I don't know, it's felt a bit more, how to say, less as fuddy-duddy as it, as it can be before in the past. Like, as much as 
we're not supposed to like the royal family for all these different things and stuff like that. It's quite endearing when he goes. Quite like the royal when family. Like, um, he different. goes when he turns around to her and goes, "I'm fucking shitting myself," and you can imagine, "I'm fucking shitting myself." Yeah, like in front of her, and she's like, "Well, she's quite." Is that what he says? He's yeah. like, I'm fucking shitting said, myself. I he said, "I can't wait to get your rat out." <laughs> no, that was the that was his dad coming out there, mm. who, who oh, isn't sorry. Prince Charles, obviously. Yeah, they didn't want him that white trash anywhere near the wedding, did they? <laughs> I'm alright, I'll just live on the farm in the country park. I just imagine him like no, I'm talking about Danny Dyer. Harry. Harry's real dad. Oh, well, James wasn't there. Yeah, we all, we all know his real dad. But, you know, when I look back and like, things like that, like it links to your family, it's well, like when, um, uh, when the rules are really young, my dad had to do a lot of work with them for an ITN documentary. Yeah. And I like, still think Hang I'm on. trying Is to. Harry dig- your brother? Potentially, um, then we were trying to dig out some stuff, um, and like Diana wrote letter to my father, saying like um, how well she thought the documentary had come out, how good they were around the children, how respectful they were of it all, and it's kind of like the, it's like oh, we were like we've got all links to the royal family, like your <laughs> uncle's a footman. Well, Dan, like, not a fucking footman. Well, you know what I mean. He was like, he was, what was he like? Game of food. <laughs> He's a ball polisher. <laughs> <laughs> you know, he knew what the queen had for tea. Isn't that a waiter? <laughs> Game you know what I mean. Like... <laughs> anyway, so that was meant to be an insult that we've even taken massive offence. You know better. Mean? Here comes the choo choo train. <laughs> Here's your spoon of marmite. Here's your fish. Here are the fishes. Fishy, fishy, fishy. Marmite fish. Oh, this has gone from 2018 review. Honestly, I looked at my phone and came up and I had no idea what you're fucking talking about. And then suddenly he was like, hey, he said so something wrong. disrespectful about my family. Right. You disrespect my family? Um, Sorry. What, what else happened? Did, um, what I got out of it was Chris's dad worked for Diana and now he looks like Prince Harry. Yeah, I was going to say Brexit got sorted yeah. out, didn't it? No, 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 no. no. Oh, no. Hold on, no, don't start by, me. By the time of this, this podcast, Brexit has been sorted out. No, it it fucking won't. It's it's it has. It's because it, no one's going to resign or anything. Look, before we move on, let's not talk about. Before Eton. we move on and get serious, I need to ask no, no, a reasonably serious question of you and Chris. Are you both going to be auditioning for Santa gigs this year? Because your beards are starting to get remarkably long. Did are you... you going for Ginger Santa? No, yes. the truth be told, I've got so much white coming out in my beard that I decided that if I don't grow a proper beard now, like a whitey type beard now, the next time I try and do it, it will look like fucking Father Christmas. Are you going to go full ZZ yeah. Top? Yeah. Oh, Wow. Let's go pick. So I just kind of went. I'd still go Ginger Santa this year if you can. I even went to the barber and went, can you like hack it down, like trim it all and then do it? Just because I went white, 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 white everywhere. So I was like, like that's your full sign of how old you are when your beard starts to go, yeah, starts white, to go white. Or Ginger's going white rather than grey. So I kind of went, I'm just going to grow a bit of a beard and then as it starts to get too white, that's when it comes off. But it's like, <laughs> like Red Dead Redemption 2, you can grow a beard and yes. you can grow it really, really long. Like, to the extent that the beard was so long that I was repulsed by... by <laughs> I am repulsed by I was face. repulsed by his beard and it looked so horrible. I, I was going to start growing shit and I ended up going, no, I want to look like Tom Selleck instead. So that's what I've done. I'm Tom Selleck. Yeah, White and I are both on a beard mission, apparently. I didn't yeah. realise I was, but... Okay. You, look, you look like you are. I've just... It's a bit pointy, actually. 
I've got that. I've even now. I mean, the merciless. Oil that's and his chin, is it? My, my chin is down to there. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's actually right. shaved really close. Yeah, like, like, when you shave it off, something like, oh my God, there's like a triple chin there. What happened? <laughs> I am Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> oh, wow, she's got a chin. I, I wouldn't be surprised if she is not uh, Jimmy, the chin's, Jimmy right. the chin's love child. Right, 2008. Fucking hell, you've really lost handle of this, haven't you? <laughs> it, it was oh, his. No. He fucking waffled off. That is why Simo is a better host. He oh. keeps it on track. Right. 2018, <laughs> what a ending year review. Yeah. Bloody hell. Where no, did just, you go there? What's your highlight of the year, Simo? Just, I, doesn't matter, no movies, TV, just right. what was your highlight of the year? Look, this isn't about me. Right, why? <laughs> so why everyone? Have you had any fun this year? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> it's all been horrible. I've had some ridiculous holidays this year. Yep. You went to Disneyland. Disneyland, Cyprus was brilliant. Yeah, yeah we were both sweating in Greek sun at the same time. Just on different islands. You had your angry um, vape situation. Yeah, you had angry vaping. Yeah, angry mm. yeah. Which I, I completely agree with. It's not smoking. <laughs> Fuck off. No, it is. Can't. Oh, it blatantly is. Uh-oh. Just because you're now vaping, you've got it. No, it's, I, I try no to he's just agreeing with you. I'm not agreeing with you. Oh, you're agreeing with me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm complete, completely agreeing with you. <laughs> oh, that's fine. But I'm now... like, I will fuck you up! He's like, no, he's agreeing with you, twat. Yeah. How dare you agree with me, you queer? I want to be offended. It's 2018, you fucking knob. You know, I'm offended you agree with me. Could we, could we, could we actually, for cool. fuck's sake, could we, could we call 2018 the year of the offended? Or... Oh my god, the year of the snowflake. Well, I don't want to go that far. But the no, year no, of but, the... It, it, but it is. And we've, we've, got yeah. to, we've got to a level where everyone is so entitled that if somebody has a different opinion from you, you can find that offensive, mm. man. It's just, it's just fucking ridiculous. My favorite you need to draw a line. My you need to draw a line and just say, right, fuck it. People are allowed to think different things. My favourite post, I think you posted it on Twitter, which was, was your 2008 Twitter, I like pears. I like pears too. Cool. No, Brilliant. toast. It was toast. 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 Uh, I, like, I like toast. No, you don't. And you're racist. That was my tweet. It's just, that's I like, how ridiculous I like it is. Toast. Oh, it is. God, I don't like toast. Well, I'm sorry you don't like well, toast. It's like, it's like you liked Better Call Saul the latest season. You thought it was brilliant. Somebody immediately was like, nah, everyone, oh, you're wrong. Everyone yeah. told me I was, list- I was watching the Beast Pile of shit ever known like, man. I was well, going no, like, I really, really liked it. And it's like, well, you're allowed to like it. You're allowed to yeah. really enjoy it. I don't like it. I don't watch it. You know, it's people so. could watch Iron Fist and say, you know what? I think that's the best TV show I've ever watched. And Ooh. they'd be wrong, but... They might, they might be wrong <laughs> in your opinion. But and they're allowed to think that in their opinion. That's fine. You know, freedom of speech is cool and that's great. I just think that these days, I think also that, have you, I would say this is an open question. You know, if we go back to Twitter in 2008, we could go off and rant about anything you liked, which it was brilliant, like a freedom from Facebook, where you could say what you wanted and give a shit. That was a good place back then. It was always, Facebook was like a nice place to show holiday photos and be nice to people. Twitter, you could just run across and go, CUNT! And, and run you, back to Facebook. And just say what, you, but say what you think. And whereas now, do you think that you post less because you're worried, or not worried, yeah. but actually more going, someone's going to take you to task or find something yeah. that you've said, take it out of context, yes, anything yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. And, I, and, and yeah. I definitely feel that these days, that I think one of the reasons why I've kind of withdrawn from social media in general is because you can't fucking say anything... Without someone 
getting really I, angry I, or I, not liking I what do you said. Type responses and then delete them. Yeah, I do, I do it all the time. So I find that cathartic. Like I type it, then I read it myself and go, oh, no, it's it's, it's no, not. Gonna, you read it and go, do you know what? It's That's not gonna be, excellent. That I'm delete. Just, <laughs> Screenshot and delete it. There we go. But but it, but look much. what I couldn't say. I've, I've deleted all my all my tweets. I think my favourite one. I think my favourite one of the year was the oh, one oh, where um, that means you've lost all your hat and I co- come on a hot tin roof and <laughs> tweet. But I think I think my favourite one this year was that uh, <laughs> he's lost it. Come on a hot tin roof. He's going to vomit. Was our best. That was the best way ever. Replace some word in a movie with the word come. Movie come title with the word come. I did come on a hot tin roof. It was brilliant. I know, but, and, but that was just so much fun. It and was just a movie title, put come in it. And, and you do great. that and it went round for ages, whereas yeah. now you do that like five years later and it's like, oh, all these people like putting stupid words in, what a bunch of cunts they are. And we're like, like, oh. Fuck off, we were brilliant. We owned it. But it links it. It links it. It links it's the site. It's the silence now. Is that you've got this quite liberal way of thinking that's caused silence in everyone, which then massively impacts on everything else. So you've got yeah. living your eco-social bubble where you think everything is like really liberal and cool, it's and not... then you go to the elections and you go, "Oh my god, these racists! Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> that they exist!" Basically, they've all not. They're not saying anything because all everyone's getting offended by what they're saying. So, therefore, what's happening? Is, oh, anyway, yeah, and the algorithm. But come on, a hot tin roof was a good one. It was brilliant, wasn't it? <laughs> I used to love that. We'd sit there for hours going, "What else can we put?" <laughs> yeah. And now, like, no, you can't put that because the cumminator. <laughs> <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's just so stupid. And it was and like, I you'd love... be reading really amused for ages. Like, I know it's like pretty like, basic, that ends with like Indiana it's Jones and the Temple of Cum. toilet humour, and we were kings. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I miss it, but it's not It's not happening again. No, it will never. We've got, um, we got to evolve and move on. And... We, we were involved with it when it was really just stupid and fun and cool. You're not going to get that back. Do you think we got swept up in it at the time, though? Because you think like the amount of like our social network actually extended, yeah, mm-hmm. and the amount of people that we interacted with yeah. and friends yes. and people we met with, where whereby now you're kind of in this, mm, you're in your enclosed little bunkers, and you're kind of like staying out of the out of the. It, it I, it's like anything; it's just paths cross. And at the, at the time, there were lots good. of people involved. Everyone has their own lives to get on with, and now we've ended up with a podcast, just the four of us, and that's it. Still talking about cum. Yeah. Mm. And, the, and the size of Simo's cock. I didn't talk about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Why has never made it. Have, been have, been have, have a few movies pending. That's, that's 2018, done. Yeah. We all had a good one. I, I've actually really enjoyed 2018. Yeah. I didn't camp as much as I wanted to, but I'll rectify that next year. Alright, Ellen. Not that kind of camp. Oh, look, here he goes. Homophobe Wyatt. Homophobe Bad racist right. I Rocky hate all the homies. It's about the celebration of being fabulous, darling. Is it? Is it? it it's been a good one. Yes. It has. Well done. 2018 gets a little round of applause. I tell you what, compared to 2016, it's mm. probably the best year ever. What about 2000? Really? Yeah, 16 was bad. 
What happened in 16? That's oh. when... That's when... Was that when Trump all went got... to shit, yeah. And Brexit. <laughs> um, I thought 2019 was crap. 16 was shit. 17 yeah, wasn't great. I really enjoyed 18, even though Trump still yeah, apparently hasn't been shot yet. All the other shit. I've really we'll, enjoyed we'll, 2018. We'll come, we'll come back for a um, little 2019 preview at some point. Hopefully before 2019. When ah, fuck it. I don't want to preview 2019. Yeah. Let's That's just, April. <laughs> let's just see what happens. No spoilers. So anyway, my name's Wyatt. That's 2018 wrapped up and done. Um, I've been joined by Simo. See you later. I've been joined by Ben. Bye. And I've been joined by Chris. Thank you, everyone. All going well. We'll see you in 2019. Toodles! The Friday Night Beer Club Podcast.